the reason why there is such a huge need for personal development is because we all do the same thing. We all get in our own way, right? We're all paralyzed by fear. We're all comparing our insides to everybody's outsides, right? We all want more. Sometimes when we think about it, it's the little things that add up that create the big results that we see a lot of times and wish that we could create for ourselves. So if you think about it, preparation is one of those items that a lot of people may not want to tap into. It's not always sexy. Sometimes it's boring and we rush trying to get to the end results, trying to get to the end point of the journey instead of prepping ourselves to get ready for that next level, to be ready for opportunities to come into our lives. So in this episode, Patrick and I talked about the idea of preparation. Like I said, it's not the sexiest, it's the thing that sometimes we just don't want to do because it's the tedious work, but it has to be done. So if you look at yourself, what is it that you need to do for yourself to prep to get ready for that next level? Or are you not putting any action in, hoping and praying that something shows up and you think you deserve it because that's just how life works? But if you really honestly think about it, you've got to put in that prep work to get to that next level, to be ready to go to that next level, because if not, you're going to end up going back to the level that you started at before you got to that level because of the limiting limiting beliefs that you might have. So hopefully after this episode, you take the time and really say, okay, what do I need to work on? Start working on towards prep wise to get me ready for that next level. And then start doing that, but also find your tribe that you can surround yourself with that will help you overcome the tediousness of the prep work potentially that you can pound ideas off of and really light the fire to get to that next level. Other than that, our Legacy Ninjas, enjoy the episode and we'll catch you later. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of two native sons we're in uh, season two kind of with our uh, shorter podcast but you know the idea of when we started to go with these shorter podcasts one i mean we had a, a really great first season with all the amazing guests on the legacy side but mm-hmm. i think oftentimes we would get a lot of those questions after that kind of left people wondering like well what do you guys do with this or what does this look like right and I think that what we decided for season two was really for you guys to kind of get a deep dive of what we talk about really on the daily between Scott and I. So again, my my better half uh, in in the business, Scott Brandt here. And uh, first of all, congratulations, really. And, you know, we we dropped our course for the first time this week, which we I know we've been talking about for a while. And everything. So, I mean... How's it feel knowing that uh, we overbooked our first course and that we landed a couple of clients from that? I have to laugh because you hear it all the time. It's like, put the offer out there, get the buy-in, and then build the course. Have the, the foundational piece, have the skeleton for the idea of what you want to do because you have the experience, you have that knowledge. It's already there. And so instead of stressing and building and putting all this time and effort into something that maybe people don't want or it's not resonating with people get that idea out there 
and then have the buy-in and then build it up. But it's like, I have to laugh because you hear that. You're like, no, no, there's no way. And then I see it happen. And I was like, how many times has this been said? And it's finally happening. And it's like, okay, just trust the process. People have done it before. Let's listen. Um, but it's, it's one of those things really that these conversations are stuff that we have on a daily basis. And it's really providing this through this avenue to help other people think help other people look at something differently and it's that creation of a legacy piece because as long as podcasting's around all these episodes everything that we talked about is going to be out there and so we may be gone but our great grandchildren may come across this and imagine what that does some of the advice we may bring up might be way outdated but if we get people to think what does that do and it's uh, kind of the same idea with uh, the reel that I did with IG today for the IG page. This idea, you hear people are like, it's one way and it's my way, it's nothing else. You hear people say that, run, turn around and go the opposite way because it's not a one size fits all. It's a matter of meeting this person where they're at, listening and seeing, can I help them? Tailor what you have the experience with and really stay in your lane, whatever it is, and go that route instead of trying to hamstring people to uh, this is the one way, this is the only way, but what if it doesn't work? And then you get people that get upset and get mad because they're like, well, they said it was the one way. It's not working for me because it's not for you. And you find somebody that's going to meet you halfway. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think that's huge value right there because gosh, everybody is always trying to sell their version of, you know, what they learned, right. Thinking that, because it worked for them, that that's automatically going to work for somebody else. All of these coaches, right? They go in a certain direction because they resonated with it, right? You've got the one, uh, the one thing coaches, the four agreement coaches, right? And uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, right? Of all the different styles and the different things that you can go through. But here's the thing is like, the reason why there is such a huge need for personal development is because we all do the same thing. We all get in our own way, right? We're all paralyzed by fear. We're all comparing our insides to everybody's outsides, right? We all want more. When you turn around and think that one person or one style is truly going to give you all the tools that you need for all the different aspects of life that you're going through, uh, you're putting all your eggs in one basket and you're going to be very, very, very disappointed. So, you know, today, guys, I mean, we really want to dis, uh, dive in and uh, talk about preparation and what does that look like? You know, and guys, we always encourage you to reach out to us. So if you're listening to this and you have questions about anything, shoot it to us on IG. Shoot, go to our website on the pod pages. Uh, so two native sons, uh, the word two native sons.com. And reach out to us with those questions. We're more than happy to get back to you on that. Uh, we're more than happy to do a segment where we can start adding in, you know, answering some of those questions on the next episodes. I think a lot of times people hear a podcast or they hear somebody on there and they just think that those people are hard to reach because they just happen to hear them on a podcast. And, uh, you know, I think that we are the complete opposite. We're probably the two most willing people in the world to sit down with anyone to have a real conversation with. With that being said, what is preparation? What is the thought process? What does that look like uh, when you're discussing that, when you're describing that? And what does that look like for you personally? What does that look like for your clients? 
Oh, man, it's interesting because there's always something that's happened a couple of days before that really sets the stage for the conversation. And I, we've talked about it. Looking back at the first year of having two Native sons up and running, really didn't do anything. Uh, we had the smaller stuff that we did with showcasing businesses and whatnot. But we looked at it and we're like, man, we aren't where we would like to be. But I look at what it's done for us in regards to that preparation of that whole year, even though it wasn't the greatest, um, it set us up for some great things, but it prepared us for the next level of what's coming. It's prepared us to be a couple steps ahead of somebody else. So like the client that we have right now that we're working with, it's interesting to see what we've done and what's happened for us and seeing the same thing come up for the client and then mm. being able to have that conversation and help them through it, but them understanding it's their journey, it's their hero's journey. And I think this is something that I've talked about. We've brought up the fact that when it comes to coaching, the foundational piece really is your mentality. It's the mental piece for you as an individual, because if you don't have the belief in yourself and you try to go do big things, but you reach this level that you do, but your belief system, your anchor system is lower than that level that you're at. You're going back to that anchor point, which is a crazy thing when you think about it. And so it's one of those things for people for the preparation piece. The mental game is the biggest thing that you've got to work on to start with. And that's where preparation comes in. It's the habits. It's going in, finding just a couple podcasts that you can listen to the mentors, couple books that you can really dive into and go and lift yourself up. But when you're doing that too, though, is you've got to know your values. So when you're finding somebody to follow and listen to, do their values align with your values? Because if the values are out of whack, that relationship is going to be complete garbage because there's not going to be any movement. The values aren't there. That's what drives and motivates you. And the values have to be there because that's what's going to dictate how you go about your daily actions. And it's interesting when you talk to people and they you ask about their values, a lot of these values that people have are not their true values. It's been values that somebody else has pushed on them, been values that they've grown up with that really don't speak to them. And so you've got to go question the values and go tear them down and really extract your true values. And I think that's part of the preparation piece. You're always in a mode of going forward and then maybe having to slow down and re-prepare. I know for myself, when it comes to like social media, I haven't been really, well, Facebook, IG, TikToks a little bit more, but really not doing what I used to do. Um, but I think it's that point for me is the preparation piece. And it's really getting strong mentally and surrounding myself with people that are going to lift me up and move me forward. So long answer for, for a short <laughs> question here. So when you look at yourself, Patrick, and you kind of look at what's happened, because I know you posted a link that you uh, did an article on LinkedIn and to see what you wrote about and where you're at now, when you think about the idea of preparation, what did that preparation look like for you? looking back at that article and now where you're at. You know, it's really interesting when I look at the article, because even in the article, in the closing paragraph, I think I said, 
someday this will serve as a memory and I will go back to reread it and reshare it. And a lot of people won't believe the things that were said in this. And what's interesting is that I almost didn't believe the things that I said in that article when uh, rereading it because the plane and the projection that I am headed is so very different than what I first started. I mean, that was coming off of six months being, you know, as a business owner and gosh, I mean, I was so thankful and grateful for that. But, you know, I kind of think back when I played football in high school, I used to dissect that playbook, right? And I was the coach on the field because I didn't have the physical prowess that a lot of these guys have. Here I am being a five foot five, 120 pound cornerback, yet I could read everything on the field way before it happens. And that was a product of basically being prepared. That was a product of basically understanding what formation was likely to happen. When does this uh, happen from watching film? And I, I distinctly remember the first time that I actually took over a game from being prepared. This team, they had this uh, pro-I formation. Fullback is coming out and they have another fullback coming off. And he would uh, run this wheel route behind the wide receiver. And in high school, when the cornerback goes for that slant and the safety cheats in, that fullback is wide open. But that was kind of one of their big plays when they needed the big yardage. And as soon as I saw the formation, I yelled to our safety. And he, I was a senior. He was a sophomore. And this was probably like two, two game two or three in the season. I yelled to him. I said, dude, watch my back. I promise you this fullback is coming out this way. And he ended up getting a pick right there. And uh, I mean, this kid was nervous. This is his first start you know, on a varsity level. And so when I think back to that, like how many times was I not prepared? How many times did I do things on a whim? How many times did I chase the quick victory? You know, I think uh, a lot of people jumping into the GameStop stuff. Like if it worked out for you, great. But if you're continuously searching for that one quick hitter, it's very few and far in between. Just like people who are like, oh, I'm going to start a TikTok so I can blow up and get a million followers and get paid. Like, yes, you will get there if you have a plan and if you work on it. But the idea and the likelihood of you hitting a viral video where it goes overnight and become an overnight sensation, it's not probably likely. And even if it does, you're probably not prepared enough to know how to deal with it. And so it'll probably be a one and done situation. And so when I look back at the failures that I've had and the times that I wasn't prepared or how many opportunities I missed because I wasn't prepared, you know, I really got tired of that because then I started blaming others when it was really my fault. Like, oh, I didn't get that promotion because they really favor that guy. I really didn't get paid more because, you know, they're being tight and stingy with their raises. No, the reality of it was like, you never show up. So they didn't think you were reliable. No, the reality of it is that uh, your stats probably sucked because you weren't really there in the moment. You you were only focused on being there versus, you know, doing what's right for the client. And so that way you could excel to the next level. Right. And that's really for me personally. I mean, I'm not calling anybody out. If that resonates with you, then uh, you and I are probably quite alike from that aspect. But that was really all the stuff that was happening to me that I refused to take blame for. But the moment that you start to learn to accept responsibility, the moment you start to learn and accept that 
the only integer in every single thing that you've ever gone through is yourself. That really starts to paint a picture. That really then starts to figure out that you truly, do you want to make change? Are you comfortable with where you're at? Or do you, do you want something different? If you want something different, you will make those sacrifices. And uh, I think that a lot of times the best example uh, of everything is that people just assume business owners are um, that everything was given to them, that they just built this business overnight. You know, the reality of it is, is that you didn't see the empty bank uh, checking account when it was at zero. You didn't see them having to go to all those failures, knocking on those doors, making those phone calls, getting hung up on all the people who basically wouldn't give you an opportunity to now the people who turn around who want to be associated with you because you're doing something. You know, I watched my wife go through it. I posted about her business on my personal Facebook page and people were like, you know, they're like, oh, I'm interested. Then she would message them and they're like, oh, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm good. I have somebody to two years later saying, oh, can I get on your wife's wait list? <laughs> like, sure, you can get in at the very bottom. And again, it's not like, like we were being petty about it. That's just kind of how I personally felt. I'm like, you know, you had the opportunity. And so, you know, again, I think that there's something about early adapters, but, you know, uh, everything is a, a chance essentially. And so being prepared to be, I don't know, I guess almost confident in, in yourself and ready enough that whatever happens, happens. And uh, recently I was watching that uh, show called a uh, man in the arena with Tom Brady. And he shared mm. a kind of an old proverb that he had kind of come across. And it goes basically like this. Uh, there's a man in a, in a village in China. And one day his horse runs away and he's the, has the only horse in, in the village. So all the villagers came and, Hey, we're so sorry that your horse uh, ran away. And he's like, oh, we'll see. Well, the next day, the horse comes back and has like five other horses. And they're like, oh, man, congratulations. Your horse left but came back with five other horses. It's like, yeah, we'll see. You know, the couple of days later, the son is like learning to ride. He gets on the horse. The horse bucks him off and the son breaks his leg. Villagers come back out. Oh, so sorry. Your son broke his leg. He's like, ah, we'll see. Well, then like a week later, all uh, a war breaks out. The, this guy comes in and he's taking the the first son of every family. Well, the kid's leg was broke, so they don't take him. The left, uh, what's left of the villagers, they come in like, oh, you're so lucky. Your son didn't have to go to war. And he goes, we'll see. But the premise really of everything is that there's beauty in not knowing. There's power mm -hmm. almost in not knowing. But when you're prepared and you don't know what's coming, you are also ready for the unknown. And that gives you power, puts you on a whole different astral plane from other people because you have the adaptability. You have the skill set to be prepared for anything. And I think that that is something that not many people are focusing on because they think that they have a plan. They think they have a vision. They think they have all of these things, but they don't have the pivot. They yep. don't have the ability to walk away from comfortable. They don't have the ability within themselves to turn around and say, I got this. And it is such a powerful feeling when you go from saying, I don't know how I'm going to do this to, I don't care what it is. I'll scale it. Well, I think it's uh, interesting too. When you think about the, the idea of preparation, sometimes that can be the most tedious and boring pieces 
but it's the fact of as you're preparing yourself, and this is the thing, as you're preparing yourself, go take the action because the fact is if you're trying to have everything 100%, you're going to be losing ground. You're going to be not getting to where you want to go. But also by through the preparation, it sets you up through the study and through the mental preparation and whatnot, it allows you to set yourself up to do more and really kind of say, okay, what is it that I can do differently? And this topic, and this is something that I've constantly been hitting on because it is huge. And this is, will be something that we'll talk about later is not being another. So your preparation is going to allow you not to be another. It's a matter of embracing it because sometimes it's the slow, tedious stuff. And you're like, oh, I want to do this. No, you need to do it. But it's a matter of finding your tribe. It's a matter of finding your support group. It's a matter of having a coach that can help you through those times when you're like, I'm done. This is ridiculous. But you've got to prep and be ready because if you haven't done the prep work, what gives you the idea that these big dreams that you want to have are meant to come to you because you haven't done the prep work? I think easily, right? In this past year, I mean, gosh, we're constantly drumming up ideas. How do we get our ideal clientele? How do we get the opportunities to really showcase what we do? How do we do this? How do we do that? Right. And we didn't stop with the skills that we were practicing on. We, we, you were still part of that mastermind for, podcasting and now crypto and nfts right and i spent time uh getting on stage and publicly speaking and you know diversifying in terms of where i could spend my time and energies you know so we didn't stop the preparation piece because woe was me and we can't get our clients what we continued was continue to just practice the trajectory and, and work on the opportunities that we had and, and, and cover each other's back and make sure that we were on the same page and develop you know, more things. And then when we dropped this really on a whim, I just turned around and said, Hey, we're doing this. And we dropped it and we sold out. Right. And the fact mm -hmm. is that that preparation, that opportunity was there. And, and again, we'll see, right. I mean, you just never know what, what is going to happen, but we spent all of last year trying to plan it out and think of everything that we could do. And we drop it on a whim and we have all the tools. So, you know, I think that you can prepare all you want. You can uh, do all these things, but you know, the, what did they always say about luck, right? It's uh, you know, when opportunity meets preparation, you know? So again, guys, we started this whole podcast. We started this whole business journey to really showcase that if you had a dream and an idea and you pursued it, that you could probably change the trajectory of your life. This is really what this is all about. This has nothing to do. I mean, we're not getting paid on the podcast, right? We're really just doing this because we want to showcase the journey of being authentic in regards to what happens. This started as a conversation at the park. And to think that we closed like $7,500 worth of business off of on a whim, right? So mm -hmm. now what happens if we take that concept and we actually pre-plan it out um, or if we charge the actual value for what it's worth? You know, we were essentially just looking for feedback, Again, I think that there is beauty in not knowing uh, everything. There's, uh, I think a lot of times in the sales world, a lot of people talk themselves out of a sale because they just don't know how to shut up. And so I think that's also a soft skill set that uh, if you're listening to this, maybe a new concept to you, but I promise you there is power in listening. 
Well, that, it's such a unique thing because you got to think about the legacy piece, digging the legacy. It's a lot of preparation uh, because when it comes to building your team, the legacy digging piece is not an individual sport. It is not something that you're doing by yourself. It is a big team. It is an effort of knowing yourself and finding those individuals that you can surround yourself with that bring something to light in a different way. And so I think that's another thing too, is you can't be Superman. You can't do this on your own. And so you've got to look at it. If you want a big legacy, it's going to require a big team. And part of your team is a coach. Part of your team is being the low man on the totem pole and going and finding people that are doing bigger things and putting your ego at the door and walking in and saying, I don't know anything. And let me learn, have an open mind, because an open mind is going to allow you to see more things. And it's going to allow you to hear things differently than if you have a closed mind. Because if you have a closed mind, you're like, I've already heard this. That one time that you needed something and you had a closed mind and you're like, I already heard this. I already know this. You're going to miss out. And then you're going to be having a lesson over and over again that's going to show up until you wake up and say, oh, shit. I've got to let this go. I've got to let go of my ego and say, I don't know everything and be okay with being the low man on the totem pole to grow and leverage the experiences of other people. Yeah, no. And you know, what's funny is that you said, don't be Superman. I will say this. I will say be like Wonder Woman. Cause I saw a post from Gal Gadot yesterday on Instagram. I don't know if you know this, but she's got like, Oh gosh, I want to say like 75 million followers or something like that. It was huge. <laughs> I don't remember the exact number, so don't get all mad at me if you're doing the research. But what was interesting is that she had a movie and they just announced who the co-host was going to be on this movie. And this guy's like two and a half million followers. The first thing that she says when she gets the news and when she's, you know, when, when it's official and she can post it or whatever, she tags him and says, Hey, let's go out and kill this thing, but let's have a lot of fun. She knows that she's a world-class superstar, and here she is bringing up her colleague, bringing up people she's going to work with, lifting him up, knowing that this movie, uh, because of her confidence in herself and her abilities, that this is going to do well. But she also was able to turn around and say, look, she could have easily said, oh, I've got 75 to your two and a half million followers. But instead, she says, I'm taking you with me. Let's go do this. But more importantly, she said, let's go have fun. Right. And so when you have the right energies, when you have the right mindset and the mentalities, when you have that preparation for yourself, those opportunities and the momentum and those people who see that are going to pull you up and they're going to say, let's go kill this and let's have some fun. (laughs) But that's the thing. Think about it. You just said doing the preparation sets you up to receive the opportunities that you've been looking for because yes. you prepared and you're ready for them. So I think that's the biggest thing that as the legacy ninjas are listening to this, take that and embrace the preparation. Look and see what do I need to do to prepare for that next level? Do the deep dive and ask yourself that question. What am I lacking and what do I need to do to level up? What type of preparation do I need to put out there? And who do I need to find to come and be part of my tribe or who do I need to go connect with and get into their tribe to build 
and understand that that community is what's going to lift you up and don't be scared. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, preparation is not sexy, right? I mean, it's gosh, that's constantly looking in the mirror. That's constantly having to regut yourself and figure out all the things that you don't like about you and also turn around and say, you know what? If I really want to make this change, I got to do it. And again, when you have those glorious moments, when you have that piece that everyone else finds sexy, like, oh my God, you just landed that deal or, oh my God, you guys closed that much business or whatever. It started from the unsexy, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was the Christopher Pratt of everything when he had that big old gut to what he is now, right? I mean, it is hard work to be able to prepare yourself, but nobody's going to do it for you. Very, very true. So I, I, ultimately, like Patrick, you had put out there to start, if you're struggling and you need help, where this resonates with you, send us a DM on IG. Let's connect, see where you're at, and help you get to that next level. And then just move forward and whatnot, because this is a team sport. This is not let me go do it by myself. It's a team sport. <laughs> yes, 100%. Don't suffer in silence, guys. Like, I did that for years. It is literally the worst thing that you can do. And uh, it is also a very selfish act to think that you're the only one going through something like that. And I always wish that uh, I look back now and I wish that somebody had told me how selfish I was being when I would just sit there and wallow in my own pain because it really does hurt and impact the ones who are around you. Uh, And I don't say that as a guilt. I say that as basically somebody who's gone through it. You don't realize the impact that you have around you, but if you sit there and if you ask for it because you need to hear that or because you truly don't know, you will get that if you're willing to put yourself out there. So don't sit there in silence. Don't sit there and think that uh, you don't have value and that you have to go to a podcast to really find the motivation. You have that literally sitting right there in front of you in your ecosystem. If you were to just look for it, if you were to ask for it, if you were to put it out there, if you need somebody, we all need to build ourselves up from time to time. We we can't be these happy-go-lucky people 24-7 because that is not ideal. That's not real. It's, it's bullshit. And so if you're on Instagram, right, and you're taking all these selfies and all these things and you're making yourself look good 100% of the time, Nobody believes that you're a real person, right? People really want the vulnerable moments. They really want to get to know you on a whole different level because that's real. That's honest. And so it may look good for the gram and the numbers, but ultimately at the end of the day, maybe they're bots. Ultimately, the bottom line is that if you need help, if you need something, there are plenty of resources. We're a resource. Do not hesitate to reach out. Man, appreciate it. Want to thank all of our Legacy Ninjas coming and joining us. And of course, like Patrick said, give us feedback. Things that resonated with you, let us know. Send us a message, let us know. Anything that you're like, this is crazy, let us know. Share your perspective. We would love to have you as a community member allow us to kind of get in and see what it is for you and kind of express the how we see things and the perspective and whatnot and kind of shed light on it a different way. But other than that, Our legacy ninjas, we'll catch you later. As we always say is, let's go.